see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to a special bonus mini Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. For our 100th episode, we spoke about workforce initiatives with Pat Finlay, who serves as R&D Senior Director of Global Beverage Packaging for one of the world's biggest and most recognizable brands, PepsiCo. I couldn't let a guest from a high-profile company like that leave without prodding him on PepsiCo's current sustainability initiatives. It's the big money companies that will ultimately drive real change, so let's hear what the biggest food and beverage company in the U.S. is doing. We'll call it Seven Minutes on Sustainability. Absolutely, and that, that's wonderful to hear. I have one more question before we kind of wrap up, and I, because I, I can hear, again, I, I would... I would catch a lot of flack from people if I had somebody from a huge company like PepsiCo on here and didn't ask them some more uh, packaging industry um, directed questions. So the only thing I really touch on is I know you're you're in the packaging um, realm. Sustainability is always the biggest thing. So I guess if you could just talk about what PepsiCo is doing around sustainability from the packaging end, just so I can feed the uh, the Jones of some of our, our packaging listeners. Sure. Um, yes, yeah, sustainability has become a, a major force within the organization and obviously within the global world economy as we're looking at how do we drive better sustainability of packaging around the world. Uh, plastics in particular has got a very negative rap uh, and a lot of negative visibility mm-hmm. that comes with it. For a material at the end of the day, which is a really high quality material that does a great job of doing what it's supposed to do and what it's designed to do. With that said, you know, we recognize that we want to minimize the amount of packaging that we've got around the world and the amount of plastics that we've got around the world. So we have a lot of activities around driving RPET Incorporation, bringing 100% RPET bottles. I think we have 100% RPET bottles now in 23 markets around the world. Uh, so we're we're driving reuse of materials. How do we bring those recycled materials back into high quality beverage packaging and and bottles? Um, driving recycling rates. If you look around the world, there's a, a vast discrepancy on the recycling rates in different parts of the world. How do we make sure that we're getting high quality recycled material back so that we can bring it into our packaging and the high quality finished good? that ultimately ends up in the hands of consumer. I'm a firm believer that packaging and plastics in and of itself is a good thing, but if it's not handled correctly after you're finished using it, that's where it becomes an issue. Uh, So how do we make sure that the post-use life cycle of the packaging and the plastics that we're using has value to it that ultimately end of the day drives recycling and gets it reused. We've done a lot of things around lightweighting our packaging over the years. If you look back 20 years ago, 20 ounce bottle would have been about 24, 25 grams. 
now it's 21. Uh, and we're always looking at how do we drive lighter weight packaging and reducing the amount of material that we're using in our packages. And then also there's a lot of work around things like bio-based PETs. Uh, how do we look at plant-based materials, material alternatives to petroleum that'll give us a more environmentally friendly plastic at the end of the day? Um, not new to the world. It's been done for about 10 years, but how do we start to drive that onto a bigger scale? Uh, so we have a lot of work around RCBR, which is recyclable, compostable, biodegradable, or reusable. Uh, reusable for us is starting to elevate. We're seeing a lot of uh, buzz around the industry around reusable. Uh, things like SodaStream, where we're looking at a base package that gets used over and over and over and over again, minimizes the amount of packaging that we have in the system. It minimizes the greenhouse gas components that we're uh, looking at as we look at what is the impact of packaging on greenhouse gas. So there's activities in all four of those areas to help drive better for the environment packaging at the end of the day. And and those are all fantastic and exactly the type of things that um, I was hoping to hear because again, we sustainability is a, it started as a buzzword and then it started becoming more of a thing and then younger generation has kind of gotten older and into the workforce and into the people having a lot of the purchasing power. It has been something that they've really been wanting to incorporate in their purchases. They, they, they like companies that are invested in the environment and being sustainable. And some of the things you talked about, mainly the difficulty in you, you especially you as a plastics guy, but you know on your end that, that plastics, for all the negative attention it gets, is is a material that, you know, just that I always think of this example, but like, you know, when, when there's disasters and stuff like that, those, that bottled water is what comes in and saves people's lives. Like plastic is something that is a necessity that we need to use. And it is something that we can recycle, but the, the bigger problem is we need to fix sort of the recycling part of it, that, that MRF end of it. And that, that end of it where we can dispose of it properly and, and have the stuff recycled properly. And I guess it kind of takes the the Pepsi's kind of drive that, if that makes sense. Is that is that something that's fair to say? Like the, the, the bigger companies kind of, kind of have to be the ones that are going to make those changes, sort of force those changes to happen. Is that fair to, to say, Pat? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we have a number of people that engage pretty consistently with regulatory bodies and different governments around the world to help drive recyclability and help drive how markets are going to work with recycled materials. Uh, the example I'll use is China. China does not currently allow PET to be used in a bottle from a recycle point of view. We have provided information to the regulatory bodies in, in China to help them understand what recycled PET is all about, the quality of the recycled PET, the cleanliness of the recycled PET, and the safety of recycled PET. Um, so we do have engagement at that type of level. It's not just we design a bottle and we go produce it and make it. We have a lot of areas that we have our fingers in. And I say we as PepsiCo, but it is industry driven. Mm -hmm. We are not alone. We know that our big competitors are also looking at sustainability. And they're also looking at working within the kind of regulations that we have to work in. And it's for everybody's benefit to kind of help drive those capabilities and understandings where markets don't have the approvals today to do our pet. How do we help them get a comfort level? so that we can use something like our pet. That's awesome. And that's that's what I was kind of getting at is that it, it it seems like the only thing without naming all your competitors and stuff like that 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 will make a lot of these things happen is 
you know, it kind of has to come from the top. And at the top is the PepsiCo's and the other um, big multinational companies that are trying to initiate these changes. But again, at the end of the day, it has to be accepted by the different countries and accepted by the, you know, the consumer mainly that they're going to to dispose of things properly and they're going to be willing to recycle the way they're supposed to. So these are these are wonderful things to hear that are happening. So I, I took you a little longer than than um, we said we were going to have you on for, Pat, but I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to kind of come on here and, and break down a lot of the things that PepsiCo is doing out there in the world. So thank you very much for coming on the pod. My pleasure, Sean. I'm glad to do it. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.